Good morning. Welcome to the Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Today I read the case, Roger v. State, 663-SW2D-840, Texas Court of Criminal Appeals, 1984. How's everybody doing today? Have you been reflecting upon how to advance the First Amendment? Have you been reflecting upon the injustice of these obscenity trials? I hope so. Today we're going to talk about what happened in this obscenity trial. The decision says, quote, Appellant was convicted of commercial obscenity and punishment was assessed at 90 days confinement and a $1,000 fine. End quote. Commercial obscenity. That's quite the phrase. Is commercial obscenity different than non-commercial obscenity? It makes me wonder. Most of the other obscenity cases doesn't don't word it quite that way. And like I always like to remember, my dear audience, $1,000 back then you got to adjust for inflation. Although this case occurred in 1984, according to the decision, the events happened in 78, the year I was born, by the way. So that's a long time ago. You got just that for inflation. And it makes it even more outrageous. What was the offense? It said, quote, The record shows that on December 2nd, 1970, Officer Dobinsky, Hagen's Chris Holm, and Hugo of the Houston Police Department went to the French Quarter Theater in Houston. Officer Dobiaski testified that they walked into the theater. As they walked into the theater, a sign at the door indicated that the movies entitled Muscle Bound and Four and One Goes were showing. The officer, the officer purchased the ticket, sat down in the theater, and viewed the film entitled Muscle Bound. After the conclusion of the film, the officers left the theater, went back to their office, and made out a report. The report was forwarded to the district attorney's office, and a warrant was drawn up for the seizure of the film. On December 6, 1978, the officers returned to the theater with the warrant. The officer seized the film and arrested both the ticket clerk and the appellant, the manager of the theater. Officer Dabinsky, Hagens, and Chisholm testified that they did not see appellant at the theater on December 2nd, but he was in the theater when they returned on December 6th. Officer Chisholm testified that he personally seized the film. He further testified that the appellant told him to name of the film was Musclebound and that the tape on the film also identified its title as Musclebound. End quote. Any of you old timers out there can testify to seeing that film Musclebound. Since it's been declared obscene, it looks like it might be harder to come by. What do you think about it? Do you think it is obscene? Do you think it has redeeming value? Let me know. How about the four and one goes? It doesn't look like they focused on that movie, but maybe that movie has some umph behind it. It says here that the cinema was, quote, an all-male cinema, end quote. I'm not exactly sure what that means. I don't know if that means these films were gay films or if they were straight films. Maybe it was a gentleman's club type atmosphere but maybe it wasn't. Musclebound maybe indicates it was a gay film. Since I'm heterosexual I have a bias towards 
heterosexual films, regardless of our personal biases, whether the films are gay or straight, they all should be permitted. This case boiled down to whether the appellant was responsible for that movie. In this decision, they argue he wasn't there during their initial initial showing. And also, he said he didn't know what the movie was about because he didn't see it. So they couldn't deem him responsible for, quote, knowing the content and character of the film, end quote, which is a key element that needs to be affirmed in these obscenity trials. So they ultimately conclude the following, quote, the judgment is reversed and reformed to reflect an acquittal, end quote. Good job, Rosher. You didn't just lie down and take the fine, take the jail term, but instead you fought the fight. You stood up to these laws. You did the right thing. I don't know your history, but unless you committed some terrible crime, you very likely may ended up may have ended up in First Amendment heaven, which is where we should all aspire to go. So let us ask ourselves how we can get to First Amendment heaven. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.